Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'll be your host today, Rich Polly, and joining me is young Ben Hibbert. Hello. I like being called young, it makes me feel happy. I mean, younger than me is not a high bar, but yeah. It's, it, I'm not bothered, I'm taking the compliment, shut up. It's not a compliment, I'm being condescending. Um, it's not that bad. <laughs> and also joining <laughs> us today uh, from behind the mic is producer Tim. Hiya Tim. Hello there. You're always here, but not always in attendance. No, what is that? What am I trying to say? Uh, you know what I mean. Less like lurking. a ghost in the background. Yeah, let, yeah. Less, less lurking. Lurking's a good word, isn't it? <laughs> Very descriptive. They called him at school. <laughs> Tim the lurker. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, I tell you what, I had a um, I had a day off work today. First day the kids went back to school. So we're recording on the Monday. First day the kids went back to school. And I did a 10-kilometer walk. Had a picnic by myself. Just showered my head. <laughs> oh, it was, it was glorious. Like, honestly, any other time, it would have been like, oh, so sad. I'm doing all this stuff by myself. But I was just like, nope, I'm having time by myself. Oh, it was amazing. Went out, bought some nice food, went for a walk, edit, came back. I've just got an image of you, like, sat on a bench with the sunshine on your face, just smiling and giggling to yourself. But no, I've not got your kids I, with you. I went, for a, I went for a proper hike. <laughs> but, yeah, if it hadn't, and it was raining, and I woke up and I was like, oh, it's raining. I might not go because it's raining. And then I thought, no, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to melt. I'll be fine. And I went and I was absolutely drenched. So I couldn't even sit out and have a have the picnic somewhere nice. I basically had to do the loop, go back, get back to the car. And there was like a little covered picnic area next to the car. And sat in at my picnic in that by myself. Um spinning a few Pokemon stops and but yeah, it was lovely. Lovely walk. So I'm very relaxed and refreshed today. So. Pretty sure I saw some meme about like parents being glad kids have gone back to school today and I very nearly sent it to you. This morning, yeah, yeah. I, I, I it know. was uh, it was prosecco and gin for most of them. I think it was just like <laughs> back to day drinking. Don't have to worry about the kids. Mine's um, never stopped going in. <laughs> is she not? Oh, you're no. a key worker, aren't you? Allegedly. Oh, definitely. Otherwise, you I, I just ended her in. Ben, I, I don't really understand how they can class me as a key worker. We make plain yeah. parts. So my um, <laughs> my wife counts as key worker, and our school said you're only allowed to send them in if you're both working um unless it's in like extremists so like we sent them in for one week and then we got a a a direct letter from the headmaster individually addressed to us so it wasn't like a generic mailing to the whole school that basically said i know that you're working from home so (laughs) you don't need to send your children into school is is he been stalking you on facebook and seen your posts or something like that maybe <laughs> Probably. So I heard you on this cast the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to this X Wing podcast and I heard you saying. Um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, kids are back and we're all happy. But I was going to spend today sitting playing TTS games and when it came around to it, I just couldn't be bothered. So I haven't played any um, in, a, in a whole day off. I think, I, I think, I although I've not got kids of my own, I think we should uh, shout out to all those teachers there. So I know uh, somebody made a post somewhere about kids going back and freedom and all that. And then Ollie Potnell was like, yeah, cheers for that. <laughs> yeah teachers are doing a good job like they haven't stopped working to be fair they're just serving the content in a different way and they're still having to um teach kids in school and they've all you know frontlining it while not being prioritized for uh, for vaccines for some reason i don't understand but scientists have advised me is probably sensible so 
whatever. Um, but yeah, big shout to teachers and and, mm. and all, everybody else who's working. There you go, including Tim, who works in pharmacy in the NHS, which basically means he gets to juggle boxes of full of Pfizer vaccines around the place and mess about with dry ice. So, and we're so important making parts of private jets for rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how can the rich people get to the places they need to be if you don't continue making parts? <laughs> Dear me, mate. Yeah, I've been working from home for a year now, and it's really starting to get a bit tedious, to be honest. Kind of, kind of the novelty factor has well and truly worn off. It's like, can I just go back in the office, please? Or, you know, For all the people who don't have to work in the office with you have been really happy about it. That's true. That is true. Well, may- maybe that's it. Maybe everybody else has gone back. They just thought, well, is it just not simpler just to keep? We'll just keep rich on furlough or working from home, and we'll we'll just just every just keep it you know, secret. It's part of the induction what? now. When you start as begin, the, the guy that I sit next to, who I've been working on the same project as, basically for the last three and a half years that I've been working there, um, like we're always allocated to the same work, and he had a kid just after lockdown started and he's just had his first birthday and like he was on paternity leave when it all started and i was like literally not seen you and now your child can walk and talk <laughs> you know and he's like it's a bit mad that isn't it <laughs> it's like yeah like three people in our team have had kids like one girl had twins and it's just like she's just disappeared and it's like will we ever see her again who knows like people I've been working with for almost a year, I've never met them in person because they got hired after lockdown started and stuff. It's just crazy. <laughs> but anyway, should we talk about X Wing instead of Grumpy Old Man Middle Aged Person Podcast? Which that, that was for Chris. That was just for Chris because he was Chris upset Burnett. we didn't do it last week. Chris Burnett likes the Grumpy Old Man segment, so there you go. We'll put it at the start because Chris is a grumpy old man too. He is. <laughs> I think from his Facebook, he's just bought a boat, and that's pretty cool. So I couldn't tell if it was a boated board or a child, like one of the two. I don't think you can buy a child anymore. I mean, you can. I mean, you have to go to some other country and do it. But no, ask Angelina, Angelina Jolie's bought loads of kids. Well, according, according to some people, Cornwall is a, its own country, isn't it? So maybe they have some <laughs> a, a, ancient law down there or something. I'm not too sure. It's I not... suppose they're all only Burnets down there anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the Joneses and the Davis in the Welsh Valleys, isn't it? Go down to Cornwall, throw a stone, and you hit a Burnett. There you go. All right. You will at any X Wing uh, event down there. <laughs> Chris has managed to get his dad involved as well. I know. Proper legacy going on. <laughs> All right, come on, let's let's move on. So we've got some events to talk about. Uh, a couple of things have come to conclusion uh, over the last uh, couple of days. So the, the, the first, uh, well, the first thing that I want to talk about is I've signed up for the Firestorm Cup. I'm actually playing a two-day online tournament. Yeah. Well, I've got permission for day one, and I've got permission to play mm-hmm. in cut on day two, if I make cut, but there will be tutting and disapproval and i have to make some real effort to earn the points back but uh so yeah i've signed up um nice little seamless thing got a wee invoice paid it got a wee notification telling me i was in so yeah i think there's about i don't know there's quite a few people signed up now i'm hoping to sign up yeah it's gonna be a good event Um, i'm just starting to try and pitch it to loads of people now because i'm in it so the bigger it is the better Oh, yeah, I'll definitely. I'll be signing up. Um, I'm just searching for it now on uh, TTO, uh, TTO. But it's called <laughs> Firecast Cup 2021. Search for fire. There's a. I think there's an event page on Facebook as well. There is. We'll find it that way. 
That's fine. Keep talking. Oh, uh, uh, so yeah, their um, their numbers are are steadily crawling upwards. Um, I think we need to um continue to promote it. So, uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good wee event. And our event. our very own uh, Jason from Enigma War Gaming is gonna be painting some. I think it's top of faction prizes. Oh, he's painting yeah. loads. He'll... Yeah, he's for the fire cup, uh, fire cast cup. Yeah, he's chilling out, isn't he? Like. He's got a a, a free, uh, not a free, but like a commission for the winner, and then a commission. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. A pre-painted one for best in faction. Um, so yeah, it's good. Uh, so um, tournaments that are, have uh, come to a close this week. So we've got uh, um the long-running Kyber Cup, um, which was at its height. Four hundred and thirteen players came to an end over the weekend. Uh, so the two, I know, 413 players. I know. It's such in a good like, turnout, that. I'm dead happy in, for him because he, he does a lot of streaming and he does it all for, well, next to nothing. Doesn't he? I know he's trying to do it in the job, but... Yeah, he does it five days a week. And basically, he, he gets up, he sees his wife off to work and his kids off to school. And then he does a few like jobs in the morning, which at the minute has been like... So the reason he's not been able to come onto the podcast is because he's too busy because it's his work. So he's making a job out of streaming. So like we asked him if he could come on and he was like, I really want to, but I can't because I spend my mornings packaging and posting like Patreon stuff to people. And then I spend my afternoon streaming and then I spend my evenings with my wife and kids. So, you know, when when can we record? And I was like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> sometime when you're free. And he was like, yeah, the problem with free time is it's not free if I'm doing more x-wing all right okay um so we will still try and get scott on so that he can chill whatever he's doing next um after this um hopefully things will calm down a bit for him but yeah 413 players is like bigger than an in-person nationals it's like creeping up towards kind of not the biggest in-person system opens and stuff that we've had in the uk but it's a lot of people and it's been running for a while um i went 4-2 and crashed out in ignominy um i know that Tom and Liam from the Sift Takers made top 16. Um, so we're going to just talk about the lists that uh, were in the final, first of all, I guess. Um, should we start with the fun one? So I have to move up. I'm on the wrong list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. So, so uh, Will Rasmussen, a.k.a. Raz, um, went all the way to the final with a list that included Goji in a Y-Wing, with thermal detonators, a red squadron with thermal detonators, and three arcs. One of them had wolf pack. It was 200 points. Um, rounded off with dorsal turrets on the uh, on the Y wings, and basically the, the the list was: I can make my arcs roll five or six green dice if you shoot them at range three. Um, and he went all the way to the final, and his only loss. So at nine and one to top four so he went 10 and one to the final so he went 10 and two sorry so yeah he lost one game in the run through and then the final game um so he came second but what what do you think i mean tim i know you've been flying that list for a bit what's um what's it like to to play with yeah it's it's a weird one so i've literally played two games with it one two games with it um i wouldn't say it's spectacular uh it is uh it's a beefy list you know there's an awful lot of hole in that list uh you've got the goji trick to 
get those extra green dice, which uh, for that first engagement, uh, if you get your positioning right, and it does take a little bit of practice, uh, you can be almost untouchable. Um, and then, yeah, you've got that retaliation of depending what if you like if you don't focus down if you shoot two or three different targets you know maybe there's you know a few well you could take multiple target locks um and then your double modded attacks back um and even if you don't use the bombs for defensive buffs you've got the, the bombs as a threat so um the second game I've played with them um the guy had a tie swarm and essentially I managed to have five bombs behind my ships um, so the TIE Swarm had to bump into to all my ships because uh, it couldn't afford to like K-turn over the top. Um, mm-hmm. So that was quite a good controlling uh, aspect with it. And uh, yeah, you know, I, th- I think it, I think it's good. It is definitely beatable, uh, and that's when, without sort of spoiling it, uh, when I saw the matchup, I immediately bet all my points on the other list. because um, yeah. I felt that was a, a it was a bad matchup. Um, but no, I I like it. It's not it's not being. It's I wouldn't say it's not elegant. There there is some finesse to the list, but more sort of the early positioning. But after that, you're just you know focusing, k turning. You got the arc out the back as well, so you can be quite flexible with the maneuvers. Um, I I quite like it. It's um it's it's been yeah. fun to fly. It's I mean, nice to see something a bit different do well as well, though, isn't it? You know, because mm-hmm. yeah. the the next list we're going to talk about it, it is something we've seen before. Yeah, I mean, the thing I like about the Raz list, I played against it in um, a little tournament that we did a couple of weeks ago, and um, I lost by like five points, and it felt like I could win, um, like very easily. It felt close, and I, I think the the reason why a lot of people enjoyed the list and enjoyed watching it was because they looked at it and they thought. Yeah, this is this is a beef list. It's just a big beef list, and it's got that one trick with Goji that it can do for maybe two turns before it, you know, he runs out of bombs or whatever. But ultimately, you know, it you don't play against that and think I'm not going to be enjoying this. It feels like once it all breaks down, if you can survive the initial onslaught of the beef by however you approach it, um, then yeah, you can you can start to pick it apart and the arcs do die, the Y-Wings do die, you know, so it's just about whether you can chew through it in time to win the game. Um, I didn't. It was a very close game. A um, couple of dice rolls either way, and it would have swung. But, um, yeah, it was a it was a huge amount of fun, and it was great to see him. So so well done to Will for getting all the way to the final uh, before finally losing to, he says, um, drum rolls and whatnot, Jackson McCulloch, um, who won going... Uh, I think eleven and one. Uh, so he lost one round in Swiss from Idea Squad. Uh, these are both American people, so Americans have finally won a big tournament. Go them! <laughs> oh, USA, USA. Uh, maybe uh, it sounds so weird when a non-American says that, doesn't it? Uh, so, uh, so Jackson was flying um, six. Yep, seven auto blaster six. One of them was Sunny Bounder. Yes, we had so, six cartel spaces with Auto Blaster, and then Sunny Bounder with Auto Blaster. So all I ones, um, and he's gone eleven and one across the tournament. So he's uh, yeah, he's absolutely torn it up. Um, so well done to him. Um, yeah, the the fi- the final. Well, it didn't last for very long. It was four or five turns. Um, 
there were some crazy dice variants on the bombs. Was it Tim? There yeah, was a yeah. I mean, so essentially, it was a joust of sorts. So they ended up deploying in opposite corners, but the N3As basically um, set up uh, facing to one side so that they could move to eat whichever side they were basically and um the, so the the arcs and goji did the bomb drop and so all the arcs were like had four friendly bombs with the fuses on and that's where the trick is for people who don't know the goji trick is basically you fuse the bombs and then goji adds a green dice uh any friendly ship at, uh within um not to three of goji can basically add a defense dice for each friendly bomb within range one um that has been nerfed it used to be mines as well but they did uh they have um removed that um so basically um the two republic bombers ended up being further away um so uh jackson basically focused on the bombers uh then managed to get lots of blocks in so the arcs couldn't move anywhere uh so then four thermal detonators went off and i believe did eight damage yeah. Um, basically, it, in one it turn, damage and one strain. Yeah. To, practically to half arcs. pointed both arcs in in one yeah. go. Uh, well, two of the, two of the arcs in one go. Um, the the one N3A that was just in range of a couple of the bombs, maybe took a strain. Maybe no, it didn't. It, it rolled a blank. The blank twice. Yeah. I, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think Scott was saying on commentary, like literally, they were like uh, nine for nine or ten for ten on uh, rolling damage on the arcs. It was yeah. it was horrendous and and because at the first engagement, which was roughly at range three, um, I think the N three A's may have lost a shield for taking half a bomber out. Um and then the second turn all those bombs went off, plus I think they possibly removed the Red Squadron bomber, plus did damage to Goji. It was it was practically game at that point. Um yeah. I mean the green dice for the M three A's held up. Um, the red dice in attack for the arcs didn't. Did um, definitely not. Like, no, I mean this he is was it. rolling. He was rolling trail mix a lot. Like, and there was a few weird um, targeting choices for me. Like he was taking range two shots where he had a range one, um, and he was rolling three unmodified dice in an attempt to try and focus fire. Because after the initial engage where nothing happened, there was a huge amount of bumping, um, so he had no mods whatsoever, and then he lost a load of health to the bombs. And then I thought to myself, just take as many range one shots as you can and then follow up later on. Um, but he was trying to do something else and he just rolled hit focus blank every time yeah. or hit double blank. And the the M3As had focus tokens and didn't have to spend them. And then we're rolling four dice auto blaster shots back Absolutely, into Bullseye. Yeah. And so it was it was rough. Yeah, for from sort of my experience of flying three green dice swarm lists, um, that's what you hope for. You hope for you know the one or two damage, and then just roll roll well enough on green dice that it, it doesn't matter. Um, I think if you go for that spike damage and try and take the range one, a modded shot, four red dice, and just hope that you have a good roll and they have a bad defensive roll, because um, that, that's it. Essentially, he wasn't using wolf pack really um, because of you know all the different shots that were coming in. Um, so it was just it was it was just bad. And I don't mean bad play. I mean it's just it was unfortunate to see because obviously um, Raz has played very well to get to the final. There's absolutely no denying that. And then for him to go out in the final 
in that way, um, I did feel bad for him because um, yeah. it, it was, was um, it, so one-sided. Yeah, there was some tool in um, Twitch chat who was going, oh, I hate the finals of these big tournaments because there's always such a skill disparity between the two players. And, you know, it's always such a disappointment because somebody always gets crushed. And it was like, dude, like the, the entire internet just basically crushed this this weird troll who turned up and said that. But it was like, yeah, he's flown really, really well to get here with that list. Like he's flown really well. Um, you can't take away from him that he's got a top table in a 412 person tournament or 430 or whatever it was person tournament. Um, but yeah, it was just unfortunate because I don't think like it's one of those things where you, you if you rocked up at a tournament in real life and you plonk your ships down, they plonk the ships down, you look at it and you go, something weird has to happen for me to win this game. This is my one loss. And uh, not, you know, absolutely. You know, that, that, yeah, that's uh, that's what I said in the group chat at the very beginning of the game. Is the I said it all comes down to the bombs in the first engagement. You know how his green dice hold up um, because there's too many red dice shots coming out. And uh, having flown the Torkoal Swarm uh, with the M3As of auto blasters, M3As with auto blasters range one bullseye are horrendous. Four yeah. red dice from those ships with a focus token. You know they chuck out so much, and it's just too much damage for the one agility ships to, to tank. And you can't get enough bombs to cover your entire formation. Because that's, I mean, that's it. I think the trick with battling this list is just focus on the bombers. Like, the arcs can be sat at the back on five green dice. No, just ignore them. Shoot the bombers. Kill the bombers. Bombs are gone. Goji's gone. Then you've just got three arcs versus whatever's, you know, in your list. Yeah. I mean, the bo- the bombers are cheap in the list like mm-hmm. the arcs are yeah. 42 46 the bombers are 30 something um so you know and and i think a lot of people will have approached it in that way um when i played against it i just focused on the arcs and getting points because i only had three ships so i was like as long as i have half of two of my ships left i can eke out a win condition here by halving arcs um or by taking them off the board um as it was i lost by half of an arc you know and it was a it was a close game but i don't know um it's a really good list it's an interesting list and i do want to fly it the only problem is i don't want to fly it now because people will go oh you flying raz's list what are you doing that for yeah i mean I, I, yeah i think i think that is fair to say i think it was uh uh a completely uh it was a hard counter like you know i think the 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 Goji list does very well, like you say, against three and four ship lists, but seven is just too much for it. I, I, I felt at the start, and it did obviously transpire. Obviously, it was to say the bombs and everything that went on in the middle uh, was was bad luck, um, but I don't think I don't think that would have changed the the, the the predicted outcome really. Yeah, I don't think so. Um... Jackson also probably flew his list well throughout the competition as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just, oh, just give me. I know, I know it's a good list, and people are sick of seeing it. But oh no, no, his his position, other people yeah. must have done bad with the same list. His, his positional know, play yeah. with the M three A's was <clears throat> spot on, and he obviously yeah. he knew what he wanted to do, and you saw all those M three A's turn against the Y wing bombers and almost ignore uh, the arcs. Like I think literally one of them was was pointing at the arcs, and he just focus fired on those bombers. Got, he lined up his bullseyes, you know, got those three three and four red dice attacks uh, with the focus. Um, you don't really care about the crits because against the Y-wings, they roll them down anyway. And 
with the dorsal turret they've got a wide arc so you're not going to get the unblockable crits um necessarily but um no i mean both players have done you know phenomenally well to get that far um it's just yeah unfortunate that um yeah you know it's it seems so one-sided from from the game. Yeah, I think so, I mean, Carmack was flying a very similar list, weren't he? Yeah, it, it, I mean, we've seen people flying in real life a year ago, M3A swarms, and they've never stopped being good because they keep getting cost reductions and the things that you put on them get cost reductions. Um, and a few things increased to get, mean that you couldn't fly the two fangs four m3as i think they increased the cost of tractor beam maybe oh, um, i love that list but yeah i mean they're just incredibly efficient and if your green dice hold up then it's really really hard for people to take them off the board um and that's the thing is you know there are other m3a swarms in kyber cup and they didn't do anywhere nearly as well as jackson did so between being able to fly them and being able to actually um you know, and having the luck of the green dice as well, a little bit here and there has probably helped. I mean, in top four, Jackson beat um, Tredg Morofsky, who beat Ollie Pocknell in top eight or top 16. Um, so he was flying a Malarus swarm. Um, so Malarus, Hollow, and a bunch of FOs. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that went. I mean, that's a, that's a tough matchup for the six because those multiple two dice attacks which are accurate because they're being modified um so you know yeah you might have three greens but how do you deal with two hits after two hits after two hits after two hits um and then you're shooting back into a bunch of three health stuff and there's an ace flanking you as well so you know he's um he's played the like an initiative one swarm is a tough thing to to fly mm-hmm. um because it can be hugely depressing against things like Imperial Aces, where just turn after turn, you get one range three obstructed shot into mm-hmm. a tokened up ace, and that's the only shot you get. Yeah, um, but if it's done fair, you kill him. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, I mean, just t- touching on the, the two other uh, lists that made top four, um, and we've waffled on about this for quite a while, so I, I don't know if we want to go any deeper than that. Um, we talked about Trejmarovsky's list, Malarus Swarm with Hollow. Um, seems good. Um, and then uh, JB Fancourt, or Jason Boring is his name. Um, he flew Chewbacca. I knew you would laugh. And I, don't know I was trying I not to. I was <laughs> I'd already read it once um, and laughed about it to myself. He uh, <laughs> he flew Chewbacca with two Red Squadron experts with Heroic and BB Astromex and Rose with C3PO, um, which is an archetype that I'm quite close to, which I'll talk about later. Um, but I was really encouraged to see that there was a republic list a resistance list an imperial list and a separatist list uh, sorry a scum and villainy list in the top four so there's no faction dominance um there's two three agility swarms in inverted commas because i think the the malarus swarm might count as that uh, but then you've got a one agility yeah, totally. beef list and a two agility um chewy and wookie uh Chewy and two X Wings list. So a little bit of variety. And it's what's resistance Chewbacca do? Uh if one of your friendly ships dies, he can do a revenge shot. He gets an action and a revenge shot. Um don't everyone just kill Chewbacca. Yeah, but you can make it hard for them. And also he's got 13 health and Ray Gunner, so he can live for quite a while if he decides to. Like, hang out at range three and just avoid like 
damage. So, um, but yeah, it's a it's a good list. And with BB on the rookies as well, you can be acing things that are moving before you quite comfortably and um, using the BBs to generate blocks um, on things that are, are moving after you, like trying to surprise aces with angles and stuff. So, um, so well done to them. Like, I really like Resistance Dewey at the moment. But as I said, you just like the Resistance, you big fib. <laughs> I do, but as soon as we start talking about resistance, your little voice picks up and you get all giddy. <laughs> I think it is nice though to see the variety in the list. Like you know, in the top eight, I think possibly Imperial Aces is that the only sort of duplicated list in the top eight. That's yeah, like so it. Tommaso, Tommaso was flying resistant at uh, Imperial Aces. Remy Tharlan was flying Imperial Aces, and I don't know what Remy was flying. We're slightly different, uh, though, aren't we? Uh, Rem, um, Remy was Bosque, Lando, and Assage. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's right. uh, uh, Manish and uh, Tommaso, I think. Uh, that's right. Remy put out. Um, Zan Django. Remy, yeah, Remy hmm. put out Liam, and um, I think. Who was it put out, Tom? I think actually it was the eventual winner. It was. It was Jackson put out. Well, as I said just before we went uh, start recording, it's actually quite funny. Like just uh, scrolling down the top eight, and then I suddenly realised uh, my next uh, Sift Taker Cup opponent is uh, there, which is Tommaso, uh, running exactly the same list. So I was like, oh bloody hell! <laughs> oh, he's, he's handy with that. <laughs> yeah, Never so mind. he's obviously done quite well to yeah get to. Yeah, but haven't you got the Goji list in? Yeah, but that know. means if you don't win. You rubbish. Well, this is it. I'm going to try and bomb my own arcs. See, see what happens. <laughs> see, see if you can go. See if you can go ten for ten damage. Rather. I mean, I say that I'm currently zero and three. So you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not. Tim's Tim's doing well. He's three and oh, I'm I'm one and two. That's... I was one. I was one and one, and I changed lists to something else. And... Well, this is it. I I won two games with Foresight Inquisitor. I just went. You know what? I'm going to change my list, and then swap to the Goji, and I won my first game with that. So. Um, oh, fair enough. Yeah. I'm I'm on the super submarine now. I've just got a 200 nil my next three opponents to have a chance. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen. Got fangs next round, baby. Bosk and three fangs next time. We'll see how that goes. That sounds like a fun list. Doesn't. There's a couple of other um, uh, awards as well from the Kyber Cup. So I think uh, Jason got the the joint best painted or second place best painted behind Kester because Kester can do fancy graphical design on TTS but um, Kester, Kester, Kester painted like three of the four top animated slash painted versions <laughs> people were voting for them and it was like yeah Liam put his his list in which looks beautiful but Kester painted it for him so it was like all of Liam's votes was like yeah you're actually just voting for the same guy it's over there but <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, no, well, look- yeah well done to Kester and uh, obviously Jason for getting those uh there was like sportsmanship and some other like um awards and there's loads of awards so it was nice to see all the prizes and and sort of recognition for various yeah. different players and um a big shout out to again scott from hexiled gaming and rookie one who i don't know what his real name is and maui and the rest of the team that actually ran the event yeah. um the whole way through it was uh, really well run uh, really well organized and uh, i hope they do uh season six of the kyber cup in the same way as season five because Seasons one to four were smaller and more closed down, but having a big open tournament like this is—it's um, been really interesting, really exciting, and oh. it's shown. I think I think this this is just a signal that online gaming it might drop off a little bit with real life gaming coming back, but I think it'll I think it'll continue, and we'll have online versions of the events 
um, if, continuing while real life I games mean, going on. Vassal's always run, haven't they, in the backgrounds of things and been massively yeah, run. Yeah. So I, I don't yeah. see why it wouldn't carry on running. I think Hexard for me also uh, is on at a good time. Like uh, GSP is too late for me. I, I you know because I tend to go into work early. I'm you know I'm I'm sort of in bed at nine o'clock. Whereas Hexard is streaming usually about what six o'clock UK time. Yeah, he starts um, around about half five, six o'clock. That's it. So if if I want, I can watch a match or two in the evening. If you know I don't want to watch anything else, or you know, depending on what I'm doing in the evening, if I'm, I'm sort of doing bits and bobs on the computer or whatever. Um, yeah. So it's been quite nice to sort of watch some streamed games at a, a reasonable time in midweek. Yeah, he does cool stuff like he does bounties where you get yeah, like, I like, the, like he resets the bounties every month, and whoever plays on his stream using a given card or one of three cards, I think it is for the bounties, um, gets bounty points, and whoever has the most bounty points at the end of the month wins a prize that he posts to them, and it it's like an old dark card of one of the bounty cards or something like that. And sometimes they're terrible things like that nobody ever uses. And other times it's just like ion torpedoes. Why is nobody using ion torpedoes? Let's put bounty out. And it throws up some interesting list building like decisions because people want to play bounty games. Um, so, yeah, and there's quite a good community going on it as well. So it's it's always good. So um, we recommend it. Anyway, shall we move on to next topic of conversation? The Tri-City Tournament ran over the weekend. Um, it was really funny because they were. Uh, I was watching quite a bit of it over the weekend, um, and uh, they just kept saying, "What? We've got massive viewing figures. We thought we were running like a thirty-person event for like our friends, but like it was three streamers and like their local um, like guys were going to run an event, and they decided to open it out. And suddenly they had seventy-five players, and they were all getting like a hundred streamers, a uh, hundred people watching each stream. And they were <laughs> like, "What? What's going on? How has this happened?" And it was just like, "You're streaming X-wing games of a weekend, yeah. <laughs> and you know it's there." And you know people are just like, "Yeah, I'll just have it on my phone while I'm standing at the playground pushing the swing, whatever. I'll do whatever. Um, just what? watch it." Um, so. Yeah, they had a multi-twitch running as well, which was amazing. So you could just sit and watch all three games at once or focus in on the one that you wanted. It's, it was amazing. Um, so uh, that tournament was actually won. I say actually, I shouldn't sound surprised, by Mar- Marcel Manzano mm. from the Gold Squadron. Um, so um, well done, Marcel. I know he doesn't listen, because if he did, Will Pintar would still be on the podcast. <laughs> and Darren would come on more. Darren would be on all the time. Um, but yeah, well done to Marcel for winning that tournament. Um, he flew. So he flew one, two, six. three, four, five, six barons of the Empire, two with tracers, and then four with marksmanship and proton rockets. Marksmanship rockets. Yeah. So, so I heard. I heard a rumor that in his top maybe four game or maybe top eight game but in one of his later cup matches he was playing against kylo thanison that's the final i've just was going to bring that up oh was that the final and he landed he landed all four prockets into thanison in the same turn it was tavson tavson yeah sorry what a ridiculous list is that tavson and kylo that's it i can't believe that made the final I know, but it was supernatural reflexes. You can't catch me, Kylo. Yeah, but you just kill Tavson. Yeah. So, however, he's done it. He's gone. He's, nine and one. he's only lost one game. The <laughs> final. 
<laughs> he's, he's, he's lost less games than Marcel, who won it. Marcel lost once in twice in Swiss. Went four and two. Scraped, scraped into cut. Came thirteenth. I need to see his. Uh, I'd love to see some more of his matches. Obviously, not the one he lost, but he, yeah. he must have flown like a boffin. I mean, Kylo's got supernatural, and he's got um, uh, Snoke on Tavson as well. I don't even know what Snoke does. That's it's basically oh, can look at your dial, whatever it feels like. It does well. I don't think I don't think there's any range on it for looking at your dial. Oh, it's sense, is it? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Did Kylo have sense in his build? No, he had supernatural. Oh yeah. So Snoke is during the system phase, you may choose any number of enemy ships beyond range one. If you do, spend that many force to flip each of the chosen dials face up. Cool. So well done to um, Mark Worrell for getting the only instance of Snoke flown at that tournament into the final <laughs> to confuse everyone. Because he didn't just have Snoke, he had Commander Pyre. What is I'm that just looking what that is now. I think Pyre gives the one where you give two stress to somebody at the start of the game. After placing forces, choose an enemy ship. It gains two stress tokens. Yeah. When you defend, if the attacker is stressed, you may re-roll one defense die. Yeah, I mean, looking at Kylo, the Kylo, it's the advanced optics Kylo build, so it's the he always does three hits Kylo, because you turn your blank with your focus and you spend your force to mod your eyeballs. Um, so you just take a focus and you're hitting for two or three every time. Um, but yeah, I can't understand how he's how he's gone nine and zero before he's hit um, the final and hit um, Marcel, who's just. He must have flown really well. Oh, yeah. Anything. Oh, really, Kate? I don't know, because you'd think that he'd lose the um, Upsilon, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, so, like, that That's Upsilon... 84 points. That Upsilon can be hard to take down because it can reinforce, and then every time you shoot it, it gets an action, which means that when it does shoot you back, it's rolling a double-modded four-dice attack. You'd um, just think it'd be easy to get behind, wouldn't you? And just Yeah, but then you've got Kylo, so you're getting behind the shuttle. Anyway, it'll be interesting to watch yeah. Gibson, how he, he flew it. Because, really well, though. Yeah, like, I can't brain how that list works at all. Like, I just can't understand it. Um, well, I've just noticed, actually, Rory Wilson, who's been on the podcast before from the Tartan Tucks, Tuscans. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, he went 7-2. What did he fly? Let's have a look. Oh, Zealous. Oh, a Mux. Mux. Zealous Recruit, Mux, Jostero, and Tarani Kulda. Very like a Nicholas style list. Yeah. I saw, actually, I must have seen one of his games because there was a there was a one where I wanted to watch the top eight, the top eight game between Marcel and uh, Mark Myers, who's flying the, the, the Chewy list that I was talking about, um, or I'm going to talk about. And. Um, Mark was like, well, we've both just been on stream, so we probably won't. And I was like, well, there's three streamers and four games. So, and then they weren't on stream. I was like, oh, raging. Um, so I did watch that. I did watch Rory's game. And there was one where, honestly, I think Cold, Tarani Kulda did four damage with his pilot ability because he had somebody bullseye and everybody else was just shooting him. So it was just like, after you defend, discard a token. It was a Han solo list. Um, it was like, Take discard a token, haven't got any, take a damage. 
And then the next ship shot him, take a damage. It was like, yeah, you might have regen, but that's not going to help you when you've only got four health left. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was it was brutal. And like Han was muxed and everything. So it was just, oh, it all just went wrong. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I think he, he made short work of that. It might have been a top eight game possibly. Um, but yeah, there was an interesting bunch of lists. So it was being streamed by um, three streams who all did a super job, like the 312 Squadron, Nickel City, and the Candid Clarinetist. Yeah, I love because he's not got an X-Wing related channel name. Um, <laughs> so he's a professional musician um, and he also <laughs> plays X-Wing. So it's it's like really sticks in the head. And uh, yeah, it was really, they, they did a really good job of streaming it. And, uh, and yeah, they got tons of people. So I just want to talk about, <laughs> right, you've got to hear me out here. Mark Myers. And You're his so excited. Backers. You said about this. I am. <laughs> I am. So... <laughs> the reason I'm excited is because I've mentioned a couple of times in the past the resistance tank, which is a little um, Discord server where a bunch of people that just play um, resistance talk about building resistance lists. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, no, it's not that I talk about it all the time. It's <laughs> an exclusive club that Tim joined and then left because he was playing the X. Uh, resistance at the time um <laughs> it's like it's not exclusive like if you just go can i join people are like yeah come on in um you saying that basically you bored tim and he left yeah, i got yeah. i got the invite and i i looked around and went nerds and just left <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. so so basically myself and uh mark um had been well mark came up with this list because he had the alt art cards to use it Right, you know, standard initial list building tactic. And it was in a different form than it's in at the moment. But we looked at it, and over the last year, or maybe 18 months, it's dropped 22 points. Um, so the list I'll talk through it is Chewbacca with C3PO, Ray Gunner, Dead Man Switch, and uh, the title, so Ray's Falcon. Uh, then you've got Temin Wexley, so Snap, the one with the free boost, with Heroic, an R3 Astromech, and Advanced Proton Torpedoes. And then Kare Kun, who's the the one that blew Ace for version 1 players with the Daredevil boost um, action, um, with Heroic and M9G8. And basically the, the list is goes, you lock Chewie with M9G8 to give him re-rolls, so he rolls three hits all the time. He's got like a 90% chance of rolling three hits. Snap threatens people with his advanced proton torpedoes with two target locks, and Chewie can toss um, a, calculate, a, a coordinated focus to either him or Kare Kun if she needs to use her boost to get into squirrely positions. And with the movement and the repositions and the rerolls and the actions and the fact that they're T70s, um, it's just a really fun list to fly because of the choices that it gives you with all of the movement and options that you've got. And coordinates are always good. And they're all the same initiative, so it's amazing. Um, and yeah, it punches hard and uh, it worries aces. And Chewie's lovely because with the title and Dead Man Switch, you can always do cool things like boosting so you're in range one of somebody to pop them. Um, and you can always rotate. And you know, so you can always guarantee that you'll be able to take your revenge shot, even if you're stressed, because you can still rotate or boost or whatever, as long as you're not triple stressed. Um, it's a huge amount of fun list, and he went top eight with it, and he lost to Marcel, and he was actually one of Marcel's two losses on the day. He beat him in Swiss, and they were 113. They were tied on 113 points each going into the final round the last time round. Um, 
and it was a really, really close game. Apparently, Marcel was just like, I don't want to fly against that again. And when they met and cut, he was like, oh, man. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to say well done to Mark. And uh, I'm really happy that a list I had a part in building has done well with the other person who helped to build it, not some randomer from the other side of the internet um, who came across it themselves. So there you go. And everybody should try that list because it's a huge amount of fun. All right, I'm done now. <laughs> I'm Sorry, scared. I dozed off. Ugh, you're a heretic and a heathen. You should, <laughs> you should be banned. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, so what should we talk about next? Did I think we can cut it there, but just before yeah. we go, um, we already know Tim changed the Goji list. Uh, what did, list did you change to in the Sift Take Cup? This one, this Chewy list. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I lost my first game, but it was entirely my own stupidity. Um, <laughs> I played a, love, a lovely, lovely guy, and it was one of those lists where I looked at it across the table, and I think I just thought, yeah, I've won this. And then I stopped trying, like, before the game started, which is just like a proper schoolboy error. Like, <laughs> even, I sh- I, like, I should have won, but I didn't. And uh, he, like, outflew me, because I think I just thought that it was going to be an easy game. And uh, so I wasn't like thinking so i kept making mistakes with s foils and stuff and you know <laughs> taking shots where i didn't have to because i could have barrel rolled and still had bullseye and stuff so still had four dice modded but instead i was just like trading shots at range one rather than taking on you know it's just like i was just dumb in a few instances um <laughs> but, so yeah i'm one and two now um so i'm gonna fly this chewy list for the next three rounds and see if i can do a submarine and uh, if not i'll just tell mark that he can have it and it's his, and I'll go and find something different with the new points that are coming at the end of the month. <laughs> Pretend you had nothing to do with it. Never even heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what did you change to? Um, so I've got two arcs, the 104s, um, Baby Anakin with passive protons and R2, and then Obi-Wan in the ETA with Sense and Predator. Nice. It's really fun. Um, yeah. Although when I actually flew it, yeah, against a real opponent, I flew like a potato. <laughs> Baby Anakin's a great... Like, I think he's one of the most fun ships in the game. Yeah, I think that's why I'm enjoying it, because the Decimators were fun. I clearly haven't taken anything mega competitive. But the um, ETA and um, your favourite, I've forgotten what it's called, Naboo, it really actually is fun just to zip around and, you know, like Anakin's barrel roll before he moves and... And then, then Obi Wan's, yeah, yeah, and then his system phase movement it is quite fun, yeah. Uh, but not if you fly like a potato, <laughs> you know. Uh, I also did some at Cillian. Got, um, I think it was Rick at range one of uh, the Shadowcaster uh, Sarge. I was like, okay, I've dodged all the other arcs. It's fine. I'll just weather this shot. You know, zip off and regen. Come back round. What actually happened was he tracked me because I'd forgot that he could track to me. Uh, he tracked me into Bosk's arc at range one and then one shot me. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously he'd done one damage before because he got the tractor off. Yeah, but yeah. No tractor doesn't do one damage. Pardon? Oh, no, no. You, you shoot with a sarge. Oh, it was a sarge. And then yeah, if sorry. it hits. You can with the title. You can track to someone. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I'll be honest. I thought you said he no, tracked right. the beam and done one damage. I was like, wait, what? It wasn't uh, a resistance <laughs> ship, so Rich just said, la 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 la. Yeah, it's actually 
the sort of thing Rich likes this list, actually, to be fair. What, that Republic list, yeah? Oh, oh, no, yeah. I, I meant with the Assad, where you were talking about that. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, I love um, I fly, um, like Baby Anakin's the only repaint that I've got that I've actually paid to get done because I can't paint <laughs> myself. So um, I've got a Baby Anakin repaint that's done like his pod racer and in the Phantom <laughs> Menace. The little silver and blue stripes is beautiful. Um, Jason did it. Um, <laughs> So, like, obviously, it's really nice. And also, four over of them unpainted. Yeah, but one of them's the special silver one. So yeah, I've got the silver one. Yeah, I did pay that amount of money for a spaceship that I'll never use. So it'll stay in its box the whole time. Oh, no, I opened mine straight away. I don't care. Did you? I'd, yeah, I'd, because I'd, I'd I don't it if I was it. flying Padme, but I don't think I would use it if I wasn't. Well, it, in the middle of the pandemic, I wanted to use it. And my other one, Tim still got because Tim's obviously not played. Not Tim, the other Tim. About to say, I've not I haven't seen, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him for nearly a year, so he's still got like a, a list I built for him to to try because he hasn't got as many ships as me. We didn't know who you were talking about because you didn't call him Butters. Yeah. <laughs> well, I usually call him Butt Flutters, but I thought I best not on here. <laughs> and then you do. <laughs> and if you remember, actually, he's the only Tim because he beat Tim in the Tim off. He, yeah, he. I believe he is current reigning Tim. I can't quite remember, but yeah. I don't know whether that's a title I'd want to earn, if I'm honest. Current reigning Tim. Yeah, yeah they're both pretty bad people, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I mean, there's a few other things that we could talk about. We'll save them for another day. We're all playing in, uh, well, coming up and uh, still time to sign up is the Tin Squadron Balance of the Force um, event, which has got some uh, cool list building rules. Um, like you have to balance your ones and twos with your fives and sixes in terms of numbers of ships and there's a limit to the number of a different chassis that you can have so i think it's three or something you can only have of the same type of ship um so anyway that that's been run by the tin squadron guys from cornwall so chris um burnett sean oakley and a, a bunch of others so uh, look that up um you mean sean burnett they're all burnett <laughs> no, I, I think sean's not from cornwall i think he's moved down there maybe well, no, i told know. you before the truth doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that that's coming up um i th- think it's next week is it kicks off with the actual games so they're still in sign up at the moment um it's free to enter but they are accepting donations that are going to cornish air ambulance um so if you want to pay to enter the money's going to a good cause um and there's a little bit of price support as well um and then we're all playing in the tonton squadron weekly um store championship for the uh, for the first order kit yeah. as well <laughs> Um, so their store championship was going to run after lockdown started um, and they'd already paid for the kit. So uh, one of the game stores has basically said, do you want it and recoup money, please? So there's a little little tournament being run by the Tonton um, squadron. So we're all in that. Uh, I'm 1-0. I've played my game. Uh, I won by two points <laughs> with that Chewbacca list against, uh, was he flying, four HMPs. Uh, so Sounds disgusting. I was pretty happy to win against it. That was dreadful. Um, I was so sad. Oh, actually, no, actually, I think I do have to talk about my game. Oh, it just it just reminded me. So uh, I'm currently top. Uh, I mean, there's only three games been played so far, but um, so, <laughs> I, think I won by two points, so I've got 202 MOV. So, so. my opponent Simon brought uh, rack. Um, so rear admiral Chirino, usual build with Vader, Dauntless, or and I think Sloan was on it, and four Academy Ties. Uh, during the game, he went over two debris fields, once with Rack, 
once with an academy. Each time they were both on one hole. Each time, <laughs> each time he rolled a crit. That's nonsense. And I'm just sat there like, I'm sorry. I mean, he was uh, really sporting. Like it, it was a good, a fun game. Um, but yeah, that was just. I mean, I've never seen such horrendous luck. Apart from on the Kyber Cup stream later that that evening. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was one of those games where obviously I, I was running the Goji list, um, so it was uh, just it wasn't a good matchup for him. Like uh, Rack, two turns got him down to one hole, and then um, yeah, then he uh, tried to bug out across the debris, rolled a crit, and died. And I'm like, okay, yeah, game got a bit easier. <laughs> Deary me! Oh, Kester's beaten Liam in uh, in the first one. As well, so there's now three games being played in that. But yeah, it's it's way. cool because um, Connor that's running it, um, Cathy Bree, um, is uh, doing a whole bunch of um, bounties mm-hmm. on different people. So one of the three of us is going to be the Sith Taker bounty. He's painted up a dial, and whoever beats whichever one of us he chooses first will win that dial. And if we go undefeated in Swiss, then we get the dial. Um, he's got a 186 coloured dial painted up. You just have to beat the world champion to get that one. Uh, so that's interesting. And he's got a Tonton one, which is, is probably is that be fir- him. So is that first person to beat them? Uh, oh, and, it, and if no one beats you, if you go undefeated, you then claim it? Yeah. That's right. Oh, but okay. he, he, he's going to decide which of the three of us is being the bounty. Well, he, the off- he offered it to me. Um, <laughs> but... He offered it to me as well. I said well, no. <laughs> well, when he messaged me about it, I said... Um, yes, it's going to be me then. Well, he said, it, he, he said about... <laughs> well, no, the reason I turned it down is because he said, well, you can stream the game. And he'd like perhaps do commentary. And I said, well, that doesn't work um, because if I stream, um, I can hear the commentary. Um, so I said that obviously I could stream one of the others is what I said. Yeah, so he's got a he's got a, a bounty of some description going for the first person to play on stream, um, or you know he's he's basically he's he's putting a bit of effort into like little spot prizes almost yeah. to to keep it going and keep it interesting. So I'm quite I'm quite looking forward to it. And it's but, it's um, you know quite a um, who's who of sort of UK X wing and and friends of. Um, you know, you've got um, quite quite a decent sort of standard in in the events. So yeah, it'll be yeah, uh, be interesting to see. There's a, few, there's a few big names not in there, but there's a few yeah. well-known online X-wingers, and uh, yeah, obviously I've already already mentioned Mr. Pocknell, but um, Andreas Tolman, Cali Tolman, he's in every online tournament, but he's a member of the Tonton Squadron, uh, so he's in there. Um, he's an excellent got, player. Got, he's a, he's yeah, a very strong player. Got Pond uh, is there. There's at least one Burnett there. Oh, um, we're talking about good players. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dom, Dom, Dom. Car- uh, Dom's in. Dom Flanagan. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we're making up the numbers. I think. I say um, that I'm in, insulting Pond there, but I've got, I'm actually playing him, and you just know I'm going to lose to him. Now I've said that. That would be, be hilarious. I mean, it's a, it, it's it is a fun tournament because there's a lot of um, like we've mentioned the Tonton Discord server before, and it's a an interesting and fun place to hang out because there's always, or if not always, usually people on voice chat in there, and they always use the same room names in TTS and the same password. So, like, if you see two people playing a game on the Tonton. You jump in, see who it is, find the game, jump in and watch, and then jump into the voice chat with them because it's always just casual games and they like nobody minds. Um, yeah, I really you know, like that. So it's it's pretty good and it's it's neat that 
they're running this event and it's neat that it's the the fo um price support as well so uh if i win anything um i'll be giving it to somebody who wants it because i don't collect first order <laughs> so <laughs> it's like or giving it to giving it to the sith taker open to act as a spot prize or something to you know highest finisher who does not currently own this stuff <laughs> or something like that but um, all right, we'll we'll call a line under it or draw a line under it there. Um, unless either of you two have got any other shout outs or anything that you wanted to. Yeah, uh, Nick Firecast has just messaged me to confirm that I'm all paid and signed up to the uh, the Firecast Cup. <laughs> Bang in! I'll see you at the top table. Yeah. Or maybe at the bar afterwards <laughs> while the top table's being played, standing next to each other watching X Wingers playing X Wing. Um, ben, have you anything? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Um, yeah, Since Taker League sign-ups open yet? It's been open for, for a while. Season. Cool. Are the events up on TTO yet, or are they not? Yep. Um, the, the Season 3 Wretched Hive is open. There's been a link posted on the Discord. So if anyone wants it, just mm-hmm. go and find it in there. Yeah, so if you want to um, sign up, sign up for the Wretched Hive. I think, off the top of my head, I think it's the 16th it starts. I'm just going to look now. I think it's the 14th. I can't remember. But it's around then. Was it April or March? It's the 18th of April. Oh, what yeah. I'm going to do is a draw. Got way off yet. Just the week before the Firestorm one, I think. Yeah, so it's um, it's a good way away, but it's after the end of the, the Sith Taker Cup sequel thing that we're running at the moment. I think it, so. it starts in either the top eight or the top four. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly, but cool. most people will be out there. And once again, it's free, and there is prize support for people that win the different leagues. Like, Shh, oh, have I just secret. spoiled something? No, <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Unless oh, that bit out bleeps it. <laughs> okay, so in that case, um, it's a goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. It's a goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Ta-da. And once again, it's free, and there is prize support for people that win the different leagues, like <laughs> that kind of stuff. It's this Taker branded. Oh, That's have I just secret. spoiled something? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, unless oh, that bit out it. Tim bleeps it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go and cut that bit out. I don't need that. All right. All right. Um, so all right so... I was going to announce it when I announced like the thing. All right, fair enough. Grand. <laughs> well, no, you're making it harder for Tim to cut it out because you keep talking about it. <laughs> <Cough>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>